hello 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 queens how's everyone tonight come on in come on in and come on in come on in this is the hashtag slate to success show come on in ladies i am here on tuesday night i'm hopeful that everyone is having an amazing week um, if you did not tune in into the Sunday's edition where I talked about releasing all the things, please go back and, and listen to that because I want you to have a light load this week and I'm hopeful that you're doing amazing things this week. You are killing it, dominating it, and you're nailing it because you are a queen so this is rochelle slay queen hemingway your slay coach and i am here on this hashtag slay to success show where we talk about all the things right we talk about how we stay ready to be ready how we lead out loud with a sense of community sense of family and you you me all of us are built to last hey mikhail how are you tonight Please let me know how you're doing, how the boy's doing, how you living, right? Come on in, drop on in, ladies, come on in. We're going to have a discussion, all right? We're having a discussion about how we continue to be strong even when we th don't think that we are. I'm gonna show you that you are. You are stronger than you think. And I know sometimes there are situations and circumstances that always come to us or we are involved in all of a sudden where we think we ain't going to make it, right? We are, we are not built for this. It is going to bring us all the way down, right? But there are so many signs, so many signs and indications that give us another way of looking at those situations and circumstances. It's because we are designed, all right? We are capable. We have what it takes to be strong and in charge of our lives, all right? We have what it takes. And so tonight, I'm gonna just go and walk through a few of those signs that I wrote out here for you all, so, so to remind us, okay, as we continue to go into the week, as we continue to lead our families, as we continue to lead teams, as we continue to lead ourselves, all right, through all of this stuff that we are going on, that's going on in this world. Hey, Christy, how are you? How's your husband doing? How's the family doing? Please let me know, y'all. Drop your comments in there. Let me know where you're viewing and tuning in from. I need to hear from you because we're going to have a conversation tonight about how strong you really are, even if you don't think you are. All right? Because the signs are there. All of us, all right? And it's just a human thing, but mostly for women, right? Doing great, man. Boys are 16 and 10 now. Oh my gosh, give me a run for my money. Man, time just, ugh. I just remember when they're babies, right? Hey, we are doing amazing here in Bossier City, Louisiana. Down in the deep south. Yeah, I know it's swampland down there. Probably got a lot of rain. Probably got some tornado watches, thunderstorm watches down there. 
Um, but I know Bossier City very well. I used to go TDY to Barksdale a lot when I was st still stationed at Ellsworth. So we are talking tonight about the signs on how we continue to show up being strong even th though we don't think that we are, right? So we all need motivation. We all need love. We all need support. Those are some of the things that we, as human beings, we need to survive and, th and thrive with, right? We need to be reminded that sometimes we are on the battlefield and we got our sword, you know I mean, an imaginary sword, and we just be slaying, all right? We just be slaying. In fact, let me just show you something. I got this... I got this thing on my wall, y'all. Okay, hey Keisha, how are you? This is one of my going away gifts, all right? And it is, you can probably see my halo with my phone on the reflection, but this is me. Somebody had this drawn for me for my retirement ceremony. And so we are on the battlefield. This is Okoye, she is on the battlefield. And we are facing these fights, y'all. We are facing these fights every single day. And we are sometimes fighting, hey, Cherise, you know, I had to show all my jewelry on paparazzi, you know, all the paparazzi jewelry, and I got a system. So I got I gotta keep on doing that. Hey, Yolanda, my sister is viewing in. Come on in, girl, come on in. We are constantly fighting for ourselves every single day, right, to show up because Believe it or not, y'all, we are emotionally sensitive beings, right? We are emotionally sensitive beings. And it don't matter if somebody tells you they don't care, they do. How many times have we said, oh, I don't care. They can do whatever they want, right? And then at the back end, we're like, well, I do care though. I do care because we are emotionally sensitive. And things that people tell us, you know, it could be easily cut, you know, the thin sheets of paper can be torn up easily by these small words and perhaps the acts of those people around us. Because sometimes people aren't wanting us to shine. They don't wanna see us, you know, do amazing things. Thank you. They don't want us to do the amazing things, all right? So they are there to interrupt, to disrupt the things that we're doing by tearing us down with their words or tearing us down with their actions. And we have to be ready for that because when we react and we become like weak and fragile, we feel like we, we, we are now to blame ourselves for it. And that's where all the junk in our heads start coming into play, all right? When people tear us down by what they're saying and what they're doing, this right here somehow it gets flushed with all those negative thoughts, all right? It's only human nature, right? All of us go through it, all right? But how are we going to, and I'll put up my fist, fight through them or slay with your sword, how we slay those things, okay? That's what we need to do. So even if we don't think that we are strong enough in the moment, I want you to think about these things tonight, all right? We have to continue to stay positive. 
be positive. And I know it is a cliche, we say it all the time and people tell us all the time, right? But do we really think about the positive aspects to a situation and circumstance right out the gate? You know, more than likely, most of us, including myself, I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I, I don't like that. I, that ain't gonna work. You know, I, I don't know how that we're gonna like get away from all this negative energy going on. But we can't be complaining. We have to use logic. We have to use our mind, all right, to get through that sometimes. And we are capable of doing that. We just don't need people and their words to consume us with the negative, all right? So if you think about positive things more so than the negative things, then you're proving yourself that you are stronger than you think because it takes a lot to reverse that thinking from negative to positive. It takes a lot to do, but once you're able to do it, you're able then to look at everything around you in a much different way and a much different perspective. So we have to continue to stay positive, stay positive. And if the environment is not one that's indicative of positivity, we need to about face, all right? Just like one of the military terms that I use all the time, about face and do something else and get out of that because negative energy gets you all the way down. And we have to overcome these problems that are, we face every single day because these are daily battles that we're doing. The next is we've got to concentrate on the future. Let's look at the future. What has been done in the past is the past. You know, I have talked to so many women. I was talking to an amazing woman, woman on, well, let's see, Monday. Well, today's Tuesday, so yesterday. We got on a Zoom call. We connected because she just retired out of the military. And so her friend is stuck. She retired like five or six years ago and she is continually dwelling on all the things that happened to her in her career. Now, I'm not saying to forget about some of these things because that's when post-traumatic stress disorders, those are the things that pop up, right? That we have experienced in our past that we just, you know, we need to be able to process in a different way. And it takes time to do that, right? But when you are hanging on the balance of every little thing that every person said to you and you know the road in the military for a woman is not easy it is just not easy they don't make it easy for us all right because we don't necessarily fit into that it wasn't designed for women to initially you know go out and you know fight for a country's the way that it is now we were always sometimes in the back doing all those ancillary support roles, right? And so now it is like we're pushing forward. But if you concentrate on that, so the strong people do not dwell on the past. We don't dwell there. We don't let our mental and emotional attitudes stay in a place where we cannot move on. We got to move on, y'all. 
we have to move on. So believe that there is a goodness for tomorrow because tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow will be a new day for you to be able to completely be in control of it. We all have control over our destiny by the little things, decisions that we make every single day and they start adding up. It's like the compound effect. There is an actual book that's called the compound effect where we make these small decisions every single day to control what we can, can control. We can't control everything, but the things that we can, that's what I'm talking about, right? Think about it, all right? We can mourn over the past, right? And there is a time and a place for all of that. But if you stuck in 1982, because somebody said something to you that has no connection to what it is doing for you today, I'm telling you right now, at, in the year 2022, on what date? 5 April 2022, to let it go. Okay, the sooner you get to that point, the more you can look at what you can do for the rest of your life. And that's how I'm viewing a lot of different things as I'm moving on. The next is, right, we have to be able to put on a smile sometimes when we are not at our happiest. And I know that's a little bit of an oxymoron, right? Because, you know, we are to express our emotions, we are to express our feelings and so forth and so on. But I have found when I have been at my lowest points in my life and I walked around with a scowl on my face and I didn't feel like the life was treating me fair, it was then translating to everything, everybody around me, all right? My dad used to say all the time, piece of cake, ain't it great? I didn't even know what he meant by all that stuff when we were younger. Now that I'm older, I'm like, I know exactly what he was doing, all right? There may be some times that were hard and you just can't move through them and you get all sad and depressed about it, right? And we hold it in. For example, if we go onto an outing or whatever and people see you, they immediately say, hey, what's going on? What's wrong? And all you can do is carry the sour face and you be like, oh, nothing. And then, you know, you're kind of like, you know, bringing everybody into what you're feeling. And before too long, nobody really in a happy place. Sometimes we just got to put on a smile at the same time, taking the actionable steps to move forward, showing how strong we really can be, even in our lowest points of our life. Now, I'm not saying to have the grief and mourning. Look, I'm a prime example, y'all. My, my our, our dad passed away in October, right? And I can choose, I can choose to sit here and be sad and pitiful and, and, and not, you know, take on life. But you know what? He would not want me to do that because he was not that person. He wants to see us thrive. So when we have to sometimes put on the smile even when we're unhappy right 
it requires a lot of effort to do that, but you are showing up strong, my queen. You are gonna be showing up more strong than you ever thought you could be. And you're gonna help somebody else who may be going through the same things that you're going through and allowing them to like, okay, accept the negative emotions, right? And at the end, we still got to deal with them. We still got to deal with them. So exhibit that happiness even when you don't want to, right? Because at the end of the day, you want to have a more fulfilled life. More fulfilled life, all right? Next is, all right, sometimes, and I would say all the time for some people, but most of the strong people, we live in disgust discomfort that means that we are always uncomfortable in these spaces and places that we are trying to be right because it's unknown it's uncertain we're not sure we don't know what it's going to look like out in the end we are just tolerating discomfort on an everyday basis and yes right it's bringing us some little bit of stress it's uneasy, it's terrifying, it's scary, but we have to have the maturity, which we all do. We have to have the maturity and a robust feeling or sense about what and who we are that we can handle it. We can handle it, all right? And we can do it with grace. Now, not all people can do that. I'm not, I'm not going to say that everybody is capable of doing that. But when you find yourselves in uncomfortable spaces, give yourself some grace and pull up. Pull up. Get in there. Figure out how you're going to maneuver. Yes, it's uncomfortable. And you're going to be dealing with people that are going to put on pressure for you to be able to handle these awkward and uncomfortable situations. Okay? Do you think that I was comfortable in many of the places and spaces that I was finding myself in? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Sometimes it was such a vis vis visceral, which is your stomach, right? Your visceral actions, your your gut feelings that I had that I'm like, what am I doing up in here? Who in the world, why are we talking about this? I don't wanna talk about this like this because it is something that is way too much, all right? I have higher ranking people who are around me and we are talking about the most sensitive subjects about people's careers. How in the world am I talking about a commander's career and what we're going to do with that? Because they they failed to meet obligations or they had some moral, ethical dilemmas. Hey Chevy moral or ethical dilemmas that they found themselves in that now I have to put some in, put them feedback feedback to. Like my commander was like, hey, what do you think? Uh, well, I am not an officer. I am an enlisted member. And what this officer did was way out of line, right? And yes, it should be addressed. Now you ask of me on what I should do. And now all I think is, well, they're gonna go back and say, Chief said this, right? 
she said that she 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 said this and then what is what are they gonna think about what I said, right? And that's uncomfortable. But okay, guess what? I'm in the space in the place and I've got to pull up. So it's gonna happen on a daily basis. Some of us, some of you are in very uncomfortable positions right now. And you're asking yourself, how much more? This is so hard to process. What am I going to do in the meantime? Well, you know what you need to do? You need to get yourself together. Get your life all the way together. And get in there and act as if nothing. Hey, Brittany. Hey, act as if nothing is going to get you down. That's what you need to be doing, all right? Because when we tolerate discomfort, we find out truly who we are, who we really at at our core. That's where we find ourselves when you are standing in places where they make you. It makes you grow. It makes you learn more. It makes you evolve. It makes you change. And that's what we doing, all right? Because that's as queens and what we are built to do, that's what it's all about, right? Love, so we're going to sit in the discomfort, y'all, okay? The next is the next thing that we need to do is, again, moving on. Now, I talked a little bit about thinking of the future, but I'm talking about moving on moving on when you have outgrown the places and the spaces hey teresa if you have outgrown the places and the spaces that you are in right now i'ma need you to find a different place and space where then you can now plant seeds because that's what we really are intended to do planting the seeds in the right places so they can grow and mature and then they can flourish and they can go about doing what they do. And that's what I'm talking about, like this whole evolving of life. But you can't stay in a place where the the roots, like, tell me y'all, okay, I got a little garden. Well, it's not even a garden. It's like flowers in the front of your house. And it is now the time where everything is just dead, all right? the flowers aren't coming up right because it's cold still outside and things weeds need to be plucked out and all the things hey Shirley and so what I want you to understand is nothing can live in a bed of bad soil nothing can live in a place where the weather is not the right temperature flowers and rosebuds and all these other things you got in your garden do not flourish in the wrong types of environments when it gets warmer outside right and things start blooming then you can see it is the favorable favorable conditions so if you are in a place right now where people are walking around like zombies okay and they are not breathing life into you you my queen need to get up and find another way for you to flourish and grow and be the rosebud that you are meant to be and that is on period 
okay? Because I know and truly believe when we are losing hope, and we gonna talk about hope, y'all. <laughs> hope. Hope. When you lose hope, you probably gonna lose out on everything else because right now, most of us are hanging on hope, right? And I truly believe in hope, hopeful, hopeful that things will be better every single day by and by. We have to be grounded on that and we have to be able to move on when we know things are not working. People stay into relationships way too longer than they need to. People stay at jobs way too longer than they need to. People stay in commitments, whether it's a project or a business or, or whatever the case may be, longer than they need to be in because they are hopeful. Okay, it is driven by hope, but instead of dwelling on the negative aspects of the hope, we need to look at the positive aspects of hope. What can hope do for us to make us feel better, right? What is it? You know, you gotta realize that nothing stops at nothing. This is not the end of the end. Life is going on as we know it. Life is going on. People, you see people all the time, y'all. They are looking, you look at their social media, right? And everybody's putting on here, hey, I got this today. Hey, I did that today. Hey, and then we start thinking about our own selves. And we think, well, we ain't got that. We, what we doing, right? And then we start comparing ourselves to everybody else because, you know, that's just the way of the world right now. It's the year 2022 and everything is easy access. So you just get on any social media platform and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to catch up. I need to do this, 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 and this. And then you find out, you know, again, I'm in at chapter 30 and you don't know what happened between chapter one and 29. 1 to 29 was looking all kinds of crazy where I had to literally start from the bottom and work myself all the way up. And in between 1 through 29, I had to stay hopeful. I'm still staying hopeful now, but literally on the hope that I was going to be able to get out of the military without a dishonorable discharge. On the hope that I wasn't going to get bombed on and you know killed out in Afghanistan or Jordan all right hope that my son is going to be in his right mind and he ain't gonna need no extras attentions because of the resiliency that is put into him all right I'm on hope that my husband is going to stay with me because when you are married to another military member it sometimes don't look right, y'all. There's a lot of people who end up getting a divorce in the military because of the strains that it puts on us. All right, between the deployments and the TDYs. I had to be hopeful, hopeful that I was going to make promotions. All right, hopeful that I was going to be able to be in my right mind right now. So 
chapter 1 to 29, right? We always try to look at ourselves and what other people are doing. But guess what? A lot of people spend a lot of time doing things over and over and over again. And one of the things that they did, hey Maria, one of the things that they did was they made sure they were moving forward because every day is a lesson. Every day is a lesson, all right? And strong people, we look at the lesson, we evaluate the lesson, we review it, and then we make the changes that are necessary. We make the changes that are necessary to address that lesson. And when we haven't learned from the lesson, guess what? It gonna pop up again. It always does. I remember many times, I'm like, well, I guess, why am I doing this again, right? Because it keeps showing up. Hey, Camille, it keeps showing up. It keeps showing up. And, and it allows us to then go and say, you know what? Toe to toe, we need to figure out how we're going to learn this lesson. Because if we don't, all right, it's going to affect all these other different things. How many times have you heard, if y'all have ever worked with me and served with me, I talk about the secondary and the tertiary effects. The secondary and tertiary effects to everything. All right, when a decision is made, you have to look at the secondary and the tertiary effects, the second order and the third order of effects to what that decision may be. Right? I see you, Chevy. Speak. I'm going on chapter 21. I'm in the space of starting something new. Yes. Amen. Okay? Because what is happening here, right, is people are making these decisions, right? And then when they don't get a full account of what those secondary and the tertiary effects are going to be, the lesson will not be learned. It will come up and it will show up and it will be present in your face again. I remember as a first sergeant, y'all, I used to tell my commander all the time, hey, you got options, but guess what? Here is everything. Here is everything, all right? We need to do an assessment. What ifs? This happens if you decide to go with this administrative action, this is what it's going to do. Because I got burnt, y'all. I got burnt by an airman and I told them, hey, you're gonna be able to go and take classes. You know, you on this unfavorable information file, that's okay, right? We'll get past that. All I have to do is get a letter signed by the commander and then we'll make sure that you, you get this, right? And when it showed up in my face and the airman came to me and said, you know what, shirt? You told me that this unfavorable information file wasn't going to prevent me from going to school. And guess what? It is. Here it is. And when I went to the education center and tried to fight for my airman, they said, no, it is in the AFI. Air Force instruction, and you should have been reading that and know that and advise your airmen properly. Guess what I did from that day on, y'all? Mm -mm. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Not me. All right. Everything was looked at, and I said, you know what? You take these actions. Here we are. This is what it's going to look like. And that is what we need to do and apply in our lives. In our lives. What is it that we are doing right now that it's preventing us from moving on? And if we decide to take that next step, what is it going to look like? What is it going to look like? All right. But I need you to understand it's empowering when we can train ourselves. It's empowering when we can train ourselves to do the most things that we don't think that we can do. And when we are the strongest, right? 
and we are the strongest that we could ever be. And we are allowing other people to show up. See, they can't now just say, you know what, I'm gonna fall short of this because when they see us, when they see us going the extra mile to be as strong as we possibly can, even when we don't want to, that's what that says to them, you got to do the same. You got to do the same, right? And it is going to allow us to be those, those strong, and I'm not talking about, okay, so let me, let me just go back, y'all. Strong does not equate to doing all the things. Strong does not equate to bearing all your emotions in and taking on the board, the, the burdens. Strong does not equate to putting on that cape and flying around the world and making sure everything is right. That is not what I'm talking about, okay? Strong to me is in the mind. It's a mindset. It is the way that we view things and how even in our lowest of lows, how we are able then to, to be, you know, like as, as strong as we possibly can be, right? Because we're going to get kicked down. We're going to get beat up. That, and it's the life that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about life. It is the mind. And everything that I share with y'all is about the mindset. It is the mindset. And the way that we look at what we're doing because success, right? <laughs> Hashtag slate to success. It is foundational to what I'm on a mission to do. We've got too many of us who are showing up burnt out and can't even think straight because we've allowed all these different things to get to us and we haven't been able to figure out like, okay, let's break this down and see why we are either behaving, why we are thinking, why we don't think our lives are where we want it to be, right? And believe me, y'all, Everyone is at a different stage. Everyone is dealing with different issues. Everyone is just thinking about how I can do this or that, right? How I can be as successful as I possibly can in wherever I'm doing. And it's gonna look different. Like I said in my post, it is not a one size fits all approach. That's so impossible. And it's not even believable, <laughs> all right? My success looks different than your success. Your success is going to look different from the next person's success. All right? And we're the ones that are in control. What we need to do is we need to have the right strategies, the right tools, and the right techniques in place that work for us. And that means you figure it out, right? We, we kind of take something and we go, okay, let's break it out ask you a bunch of questions because I'm not about, I have learned too many times. I don't tell people what to do anymore. I, that was my life in the military was telling people what to do. And you know, y'all know, I ain't got no problem telling what you do, what to do. I ain't got no problem. But in this life, right? In this life, 
it is not about that anymore. It is posing questions, right? Presenting experiences and posing questions to you and asking, doing a deep reflection on where you at about how you stay ready. How do you stay ready? What does that look like for you, right? What is it that you have put in place, your routines, your habits? What are you doing on an everyday basis? What are you telling yourselves? What kind of things are you saying and breathing life into you that you say to yourself every single day, right? Are you finding inner peace? Some of us are so disrupted by all the chaos and the noise in our head. And we have not stopped and said to ourselves, let's take a minute here. Let's take a minute. Because if I don't get this right, and I'm talking about eight dimensions of wellness, the whole self, where you at on a scale to one to 10, right? Most people, well, they didn't tell you, okay, let, let's evaluate your emotional wellness on a scale of one to 10. Where are you really at right now? Right? And that's kind of how you kind of go into the questioning and really figuring out leadership, right? I know leadership and leading out loud is everything when you are at the front seat. You got the leadership hat on, right? You are the one that you're asking people to follow you. What is it that you're doing? And most of the times what gets us all twisted up, y'all, because we are emotionally sensitive people, is our emotional intelligence and where we're at on a scale of one to 10 with emotional intelligence. Some of us don't even know what that is. Some of us are just walking around hopeful, all right? Hopeful, using the word again, that everything's just gonna turn out right when we just show up and we just kind of lay the plan out. No, emotional intelligence is where are you emotionally? Where are the people around you emotionally? <laughs> and how are you going to handle that? That's how you effectively get a team of people to influence them to do things they don't want to do. Because just, just truth be known, y'all, leadership is not easy. And half the time, people don't want to do what is necessary to do. We have to be able to communicate we have to be able to show it in our gestures and the way that we, you know, uh, navigate through conflict. Some of us don't want to deal with other people. Some of us don't even want to confront people because we're like, oh, we're so scared to do it. But it's causing such disarray around everyone else. We need to understand what that leadership looks like. What does it look like to you? And ask your questions. What traits are you really using and are they effective because if they're not we need to figure out what other ways that you can lead effectively and i talk about sense of family sense of community y'all right it's all about how are you developing the team that you're responsible and team equates to whoever household you got people in your household you're a caregiver right or you are a uh, the mother who is at home, who is holding down the fort, you know, what is it that you're doing to attract love, all right, respect, and sense of belonging? Not treating folks 
like the bottom of a shoe. We got folks out here treating people like the bottom of their shoe. And that ain't right because human beings, we are attracted to having the connection and you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? We have to have that self-actualization that it speaks to. And then understanding you are built to last, <laughs> right? How many times do you think, just imagine this. How many times do you think that I wanted to quit? I'm gonna tell you probably more than a thousand times. I wanna, hey, hey, Lima, I've wanted to quit on so many different occasions based on the people and things that were going on that were bringing me down to my knees. And I'm praying to God to help me. And all I can keep thinking in my mind is I can just stop right now. Hey, Gabriel, I can stop right now and I don't have to continue on. I will just do a couple of more, you know, months or so because then it'll get me to my commitment and then I'm out. I'm out. And I had to ask myself, y'all, over and over again, what are you doing here and why are you here? And my response is, there is a list of things. There are my whys, my arsenal of whys. Why are you doing what you're doing right now? Do you understand what you're doing and why you're doing it and who you're doing it for? That's what I'm talking about right there. You are built to last when we can come to the conclusion that we are right where we need to be. And when we are right where we need to be, the actions and the words that we do is creating a legacy, a legacy for our children's children to stand firm in knowing a queen has been able to create the life that she wanted and desired. And it is benefiting all the other people around her for years and years and years to come. Okay, so <laughs> that is what I am talking about tonight, y'all. So, you know, my course, which is going on tomorrow, I know some people, you know, are like kind of questionable, like, eh, whatever. But guess what? If it ain't this time, it might be next time, right? If it ain't you, then who? But that's okay. We will have a seat for you and another place, right? I love your honesty and transparency. Yes, yes, and you are built to like, yes, because that's who I am. I am in my most authentic self because I know who's whose I am. I know who I am. I am not going out here faking the funk. I don't need to. I don't want to. It's too exhausting. And guess what? I am here me. There ain't nobody else like me, and I know that. So there ain't nobody like you either. So that's what you need to take more advantage of is looking at who you are as a person and you making the choice right now. It don't care what your quirks are. It don't care how you say things. It don't care what you look like and all these other things. Your soul is what attracts people. 
And if you have goodness in your heart and you're showing up like you want to be with no qualms about it, guess what? You're built to last. All right, so take it from the top, y'all. You are stronger than you think you are. You just have to stay positive. You have to just think of the future and stop dwelling in the past. You have to be able to sometimes exhibit happiness even if you don't want to and put the smile on the face, right? And be able to overcome the obstacles and the struggles and the adversities that are expected to be showing up in your life because they will. And then you have to be able to tolerate discomfort. Get in those places and spaces, sit in it, right? Get used to it. Let it warm you up like a little warm, my, I always call my blanket. I've got my weighted blanket. Warm you up like a weighted blanket and just sit in it. Hey, Carrie Ann, and then you got to move on. Keep it moving. I always tell folks all the time when I see it, I'm like, okay, that's right. You made a mistake. It's okay. You learned a lesson. You understood the secondary and tertiary effects to it. Now it's time to move on because you got places and spaces you're supposed to be and people are waiting on you. And this is all in the vein of how you hashtag slay to success. All right. So that has been the show. Thank you, my queens, for coming on in here and having a conversation with me. If you come back to the replay, put in replay, right? And I just want to thank y'all for being in this community, in this sisterhood, in the queendom, if you will. And it has just been an absolute pleasure to keep on slaying until you can't slay no more. This is your slay queen, your slay coach, Rochelle Hemingway. Hashtag slay. Love y'all. Have a good night.